0: Saya akan bicara dalam bahasa Indonesia lagi. Please excuse me again that I speak in Indonesian. Karena eh uh, the English saya tidak berani berbicara bah, bahasa Inggris. Because being in England <laughs> I'm not courageous to speak in English. <laughs> Karena saya tahu semua saudara sini berbahasa Inggris dengan baik sekali. Because it's different if you speak Indonesian English. So but you among English I don't speak it. Tapi di negara-negara lainnya saya Dengan keberanian Tuhan saya berhutbah dalam bahasa Inggris However, in the other countries, the Lord gives me the courage to preach in English uh, Sedara-sedara aku dalam Tuhan Yesus Kristus, Dear friends of the Lord Jesus Christ Saya akan meneruskan khutbah tadi pagi I want to go on with the word of God I've brought this morning Yaitu mengenai revival pada masa kini about revival in our time. Tapi sebelum itu saya ingin menyaksikan mengenai diri saya sendiri. But I feel I should give first a word of testimony. Karena saya sendiri juga anak lahir dari revival. Because I myself am a son, somehow a product, born of this revival. Karena saya sendiri juga baru mengalami pembaruan Tuhan pada dua tahun yang lalu. Because I have only found the Lord Jesus and be renewed in Him twelve years ago. Saya lahir dalam suatu keluarga yang sangat miskin. I was born in a very poor family. when I was six years of age, I remember that as a little boy, I went into a church Dan saya and heard a person preaching. Dan lalu saya ke rumah pada hari itu. And then when I went home at that day, I still remember it was uh, the sun coming down in a beautiful way dan saya Tuhan Yesus pada waktu itu. And then this evening hour i felt as a little boy the presence of god dan nah, saya akan menjadi hamba Tuhan. my heart came this desire to be once a servant of this living god but later on i left this uh, boyish vision dan nah, saya mulai dalam dunia pendidikan and i gave myself into the world of education. Dan kemudian finally I became the principal of a teachers college. So obviously I had achieved something. Dan kemudian, saya, something good. kemudian saya masuk ke And then I gave myself to politics. Dan saya ketua dari muda di and I became the uh, the president of the Christian political youth movement. Dan dengan demikian sebenarnya kelihatannya uh, berhasil di dalam dunia ini. So again, I had something where I was successful. Tetapi di da- mata Tuhan Yesus Kristus. However, in the eyes of our Lord Jesus Christ, saya sedang jauh daripadanya, I was a failure, far away from him. Dan saya mau mencoba juga berbuat seperti tadi pagi saya berkata seperti madu. And I tried what I this morning described. Uh, bringing honey before God. I So I preached to my students. In 1941, I started to preach to my students and even sometimes in the church. Tapi saya harus bahwa saya tidak Injil, but I to did not preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tapi saya pengetahuan saya. I preached my own knowledge. Christ. And my and politics. Saya, saya bagus. And in my sermons, I mix it all well. With a high language, and with a high language, and taking the philo- philosophical thoughts into it. Now, nah, i i had, I'm had I expected the people afterwards to say oh hat banyam bagus pada hari ini. This was a splendid sermon today. Oh, penuh dengan bahasa yang tinggi-tinggi. A very a very wonderful uh, high sermon. Orang-orang tidak tahu itu. But the people did not know. Tapi Tuhan Yesus tahu itu. What was really my my situation. Because the Lord Jesus knew saya hanya melaksanakan sebagi membuat madu untuk menutup dosa-dosa. I only brought somehow this honey before God in order to cover up my sinful life. Dan berlangsung selama tujuh tahun. This went on for seven years. Oh, bagaimana bisa orang berbuat demikian lamanya tujuh tahun? Is it possible seven years to uh, be an actor like that? Dan akhirnya Tuhan Yesus mendapatkan saya. Yes, it's possible, but the Lord Jesus Christ found me out. Pada tahun yang puluh tujuh, 1957 seorang dari uh, Dr Roland Brown dari Amerika datang ke kota kami. Uh, an American, Dr Ola Brown visited my city. Dan dia mengadakan kebaktian dalam gereja di mana saya juga biasa berhutbah. And he had an evangelistic meeting in the church where I sometimes preach. Dan saya juga mengatur kebaktian itu. Uh, as being the elder of the church, I had to be responsible for this service. Dan hari pertama dia tentang Yai 3, Yai 1, 7. And the first uh, sermon was on John three verse one to seven. So, mengajar tentang Nikodemus yang datang kepada Yesus Kristus. Nikodemus who came to Jesus Christ at night. Dia bertanya kepada Tuhan Yesus. Who asked the Lord Jesus Christ? Oh, Tuhan Engkau lah tentu datang daripada Allah. Oh, I, I know you are a teacher who have come from God. Ternyata berbuat perkara-perkara mujizat yang besar. Of you have done great things. Tapi apa kata Tuhan Yesus kepadanya But what did the Lord Jesus say to him? There's a much greater miracle. You must be born again by the Holy Spirit. Dan Nicodemus berpikir bagaimana itu mungkin. And Nicodemus tried to understand these words of Jesus Christ dia mau mengerti dengan He tried to understand it by his own mind and, dia berkata, si, do, do, tidak mungkin. and therefore he said it's impossible what you say Apa ke dalam rahim, Ibu saya? Shall I enter again nah, by saya, the womb of my mother saya keluar lagi? And be born again and Jesus just shook his hand, said, What is born by flesh is flesh. Is born by the Spirit. That is Spirit. Therefore, don't be astonished. You must be born again by the Holy Spirit. And he said, Don't. Think about your position. pengetahuan saudara di Don't think your intellectual knowledge. Hadapkanlah dirimu dengan pertanyaan itu pula. Be courageous to stand before God just as you are. Bila manakah saudara kudus? If you are really born again by the Holy Spirit, kalau tidak akui hari Then you know it. If not, confess it. And the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. You are not yet born again by the Holy Spirit. Although you have preached for seven years. And the word of God came into my right ear. Tapi juga suara ibu ke telinga kiri. the left ear the, the, the voice of the devil came. Oh dia berkata and seorang yang penting di sini. And he told me you are an important person here. Orang orang tahu engkau biasa berkhutbah The people know yet you have often stood at this pulpit preaching. Maka jangan berbuat sesuatu di Therefore di sini. don't do, do anything foolish. Dan saya suara ibu And I gave this left ear to the devil. Demikian, saya pulang ke rumah dengan hampa. So I went home empty. Saya tidak sepanjang jalan ke rumah. I couldn't speak when I went home. saya bertanya kepada saya. My wife asked me, mengapa engkau diam? Why are you so silent? Saya katakan sebab dia bicara sesuatu yang saya kurang senang. Because this man preached something I they don't agree with him. Tapi hari kedua saya datang lagi. However, the second day I came back. Dan hari kedua dia bicara lebih jelas lagi. and again here it's the same theme much clearer yet this is the only way that you can really see the heavenly kingdom because with your body your flesh you cannot enter the kingdom of God therefore you have to be born again by the Holy Spirit and so you can enter The kingdom of God. Whosoever here, who's present, you have to answer this question. Because this is, for you, the way back to God. And that night, the voice of God came sharper to me. But again, the devil stepped up his voice too. Remember what the people think about you. At that night some 1,200 people were present. And I looked round about, so I felt ashamed to do anything to go forward and acknowledge my situation. So, I... Rejected oh, the voice orang, of God. orang ditantang untuk terima Tuhan Yesus, saya menahan diri. When he challenged the people to be honest to God, I rejected. I went home with a still heavier heart than the day before. Malam malam yang berat dalam hidup saya. It was one of the most... Um, miserable nights I have experienced in my life Saya tidak bisa tidur sepanjang malam itu I could not sleep all night Dan saya bilang kepada saya Besok pagi saya tidak mau kembali lagi Besok pagi saya tidak mau kembali lagi Ke dalam kebaktian And I said to my wife Let's the last time you have seen me In this, in this service Tetapi istri saya berkata kepada saya But my wife said to me Engkau harus pergi You have to go Karena engkau yang mengatur kebaktian itu Because you are responsible for the meeting Maka saya datang lagi <laughs> hari ketiga So what should I do? I had to come Dan pada hari ketiga dia bicara perkara yang lebih dalam lagi. And the third night, the servant of God spoke about a deeper thing. Dia bicara tentang Matius pasal 18. I remember he spoke about Matthew 18 verse 18. Itulah pertanyaan murid-murid kepada oh, verse 1 ke 44 ya. Ialah tentang pertanyaan murid-murid kepada Tuhan Yesus about the question Jesus that the disciples put to Jesus siapakah yang menjadi besar dalam kerajaan surga? Who will be the greatest in the kingdom of God? Then just Jesus took a little boy and placed this child before them and told to them, The one of you who want to be the greatest in the kingdom of God has to become just like this little child before you. Why did he take take a little child. mengapa tidak diambilnya seorang profesor I did not take a professor. Dan dia berkata dia orang besar dalam kerajaan surga and that he would be the greatest in the kingdom of God. Why didn't he take a king of this earth? One of these mighty men of this world. Why didn't he take a rich man out of this world? This man is important too in the kingdom of God. No, the Lord didn't do that. Now he took a child. Dan dia berkata orang yang besar dalam kerajaan surga. And he said the one who is the greatest in the kingdom of God. Ialah Lord, orang yang merendahkan diri. Is the one who humbles himself. Menjadi seorang kecil. Dia becomes dapat Tuhan. a child before God like this boy. Oh, dan itulah firman Tuhan yang pada hati saya. And this word of God pierced my heart, bahwa pada malam itu saya harus merendahkan diri seperti seorang anak kecil. And it meant for me that I had to humble myself at that night just like to become a child. I was sitting just in the back of the church. But when the invitation was given to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, I somehow felt God's Spirit drawing me and draw me forward. And I knelt down under the pulpit where usual usually preached dan kemudian saya berdiri kembali. Again, tapi dengan air mata mulai menangis. I was weeping. Mengapa saya menangis? Why did I weep? Pertama kali saya memandang kepada arti salib Because for the first time, I understood the meaning of the cross of Jesus Christ. Pertama kali dosaku sungguh diambil oleh salib. Because for the first time, my sins were taken away from me. and I realized how big my sins were, but how big Christ's love was too. Therefore, I went. When I came home from that service, oh, saya penuh dengan my heart was full of joy. <laughs> I went home really just like a little child just jumping full of joy. <laughs> and my wife just said to me, Why? What's happened to you? <laughs> because in the church, I saw you weeping. <laughs> because I said, Everything has become new to me. Oh, bagus buat saya. The flowers seem new to me. <laughs> the trees looking new to me. <laughs> my wife said to me, You are... <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said um, my wife said then I, w- I wanted to turn it in, the in I don't know the English idiom for it, sorry <laughs> but nothing in re- my wife said no you there has nothing really become new. Nah, itu benar. I said, yes, it's true. Apa yang menjadi baru? What has become new? Itulah hati saya. My heart has become new. Tuhan Yesus hati saya. Because the Lord Jesus Christ had really entered my heart. Dan sejak itulah Tuhan memperbarui hidup saya. And this was the beginning of a revolution of the Lord Jesus Christ making my heart and life new. Nah, kemudian hari itu saya keluar dari pekerjaan saya. And then, later on, the Lord Jesus called me out out of my uh, position being the principal of a teachers college. Dan saya untuk mulai di jalan. And I became the Lord's servant preaching his gospel at the streets in Indonesia. Dan Islam tiap buat and I gathered together the Muslim students which I was student at my college and I preached to them every Sunday. Dan juga menolong yeah. saya. And Brother went too, helped me. And I had the great joy in our college. Every year, some 50 Muslims were converted and were baptized in the North. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nah, saya pikir itu adalah pekerjaan yang besar. But I thought this was a big work of God I was doing. Tapi Tuhan mau berbuat perkara lain dalam hidup saya. But the Lord wanted to do something else in my life. Dalam satu hari kami dapat kunjungan dari Ibu Joy Ritterhoff. One day we had a, vis- a visitor coming to our college. It was Joy Ritterhoff <laughs> Dan dia bicara dalam kebaktian di mana untuk mahasiswa Islam ini and he spoke, she spoke to my students, where the majority were Muslim students. <laughs> and he spoke about how the Lord Jesus said, I am the door. <laughs> and the Lord of really made his. Word life to everybody of us. And it wasn't Please. only a word to my students, it was a word to my students. the principal himself. I had to law to use the, Jesus as a door to other life. Ke- saya minta Pak and after this service I came to Brother Shinema. Marilah kami berdoa, berdoa, buat saya dalam kantor saya. And I said to him, "Come, Brother with me. I want to pray with you together in my office." Dan saya bilang, "Apakah sekarang yang saya harus buat?" And I said, "What shall I do now?" Ini pekerjaan besar. This is a great work I'm doing. Karena siswa di dalam pengawasan rohani saya. Because I had 2000 students for which I was responsible. Dan saya pikir itu sudah pekerjaan yang besar. this was a great work I was doing. Tapi berbicara kepada saya. However, Brother Schoinemann said to me, "The most important thing is that you are in the center of God's will, bukan pekerjaan besar. It doesn't matter how big the work is we are doing." And then the Lord Jesus brought me to a decision. It was the decision of Abraham, Genesis 12, verse 1, when a- Abraham was called out of his land and his family, and had to go in a land he did not know about. And I had, I had to write a letter to the government of Indonesia that I was resigning from my position in the college. Pemerintah tidak sedia memberi But the government was not prepared to let me go. Tapi saya kedua kali saya bilang saya tinggalkan pekerjaan ini. So, I had to put, a second time have to had to put in my letter of resignation. Dan saya terus tinggalkan. And I said if you don't accept it, I go out. And nah, saya tinggalkan mereka masih membayar gaji saya selama enam bulan. And when the term closed, I went out and the government uh, paid me still for half a year. Tapi Tuhan menolak untuk mengambil uang itu. But the Lord told me every month to send back the salary. Dan saya hidup iman and they had to learn space. what it meant to live by faith, trusting the Lord Jesus Christ alone. Dan saya mulai masuk di sekolah, di Batu. And so, I came into the I was I became a Bible student in the uh, Bible Institute in Batu. Dan saat saya mulai di pinggir, pinggir jalan. And I learned to preach the gospel out on the streets. Dan Tuhan memimpin saya ke tempat-tempat di seluruh Indonesia. And the Lord took me out, preached the gospel all over the island world of Indonesia. Maka saya sebenarnya pinggir jalan. Therefore, I'm really a street preacher. Atau di pasar-pasar. Or a, a preacher of the marketplaces. Inilah bertahun-tahun saya belajar itu. This is the place of the sphere of service I did for many years. Dan bertahun 66 gereja-gereja membuka pintu kembali. Only 66, the Lord let me uh, let me back into the churches and since then I'm preaching to in the church of Indonesia di mana crusade yang pertama dibuka di mana 52 gereja sekaligus membuka pintu dan saya and in a, it happened in the one big crusade when 52 churches in the city of Bandung in West Java united and they invited me for this great meeting itulah jalan Tuhan dalam hidup saya this was the lord's way in my life kemudian, Indonesia and after that, the Lord has brought me even out of Indonesia Ke negara-negara di Asia uh, To travel in other Asian countries Dan sekarang berada di Eropa And now I'm the first time brought by Jesus to Europe Apa yang paling penting di sini What I think, what I feel is the most important thing Saya pikir berarti buat kami semua juga And this is important for everybody of us Yaitulah tiga perkara Three things Pertama, kita sungguh harus tahu akan pengalaman kelahiran baru Firstly, we must know that we are born again by the Holy Spirit. Because only through the new birth we can understand and see the kingdom of God. But there's only one way to get into the new birth, that is by humbling ourselves. Becoming a child before God. Are you ready to become a child? To be humbled by God's hand. Kita tidak sedia. Often we men shrink. We are not ready for that. Tapi kalau kita sedia, However, if we are ready, Tuhan akan kita then the Lord is going to take us up. Dalam hari. Putting us into a wonderful purpose and plan. Kedua, kita harus sedia suara Tuhan. Secondly, we have to learn to listen and be obedient to the voice of God. So our life is really in accordance with God's plan ketika kita kendarut taat kepada cara Tuhan dalam hidup kita and truly we have to obedient to to the God's way how he molds and forms our life bukan pekerjaan yang besar that doesn't matter the big job we are doing also marasa pada waktu ini juga i remember i I feel this too now bahaya karena kita selalu berkhotbah pada ribuan orang it's always a big danger for me now if I have to preach to many thousands of people. Dalam di Indonesia ribu orang. Because in this type of blessing, Indonesia, thousands of thousands are coming to hear the gospel. Di Jerman juga banyak orang. Even in Germany, many hundreds and thousands of people came. of and and then, gereja. of course, in these meetings, the people come and sit down, prepared to listen. I think, Lord, help me. And I say to the Lord, Lord, help me saya mau kepada kepada orang, orang, orang. I don't get bound to become a preacher to people who are nicely sitting down orderly, thousands and thousands. Malaykan saya satu hati. However, Lord, give me still a heart yang yang which is ready to preach to one person yeah. to take one person and bring him to Lord Jesus Christ. Injil. This is the secret of the gospel. Last year, I visited Malaysia. And of course, in Malaysia, you cannot preach in crusades. But Lord help me. We prayed in the hotel We were a team together with a Japanese pastor who was working with me together in Indonesia. And I said, come, come, come and I said to the Japanese brother. The Lord has brought us here to Malaysia, tentu untuk mengabarkan injil. Certainly to preach the gospel. Kita tidak boleh tinggal dalam hotel di sini, and we should not stay here in the hotel only. Nah, Tuhan mengajar kami. Then the Lord taught us jalan untuk mengabarkan injil. The way how to preach the gospel in Malaysia. Itulah masuk dalam taxi-taksi. That was to go into the taxis. Orang injil orang di because rumah. the laws of a country forbid it to preach the gospel openly. Dan mencapai datang kunjungi mereka di rumah. It is forbidden too to make house visitation work. Tapi tidak melarang orang dalam taksi-taksi. But the laws of the country don't say anything about preaching the gospel of the taxis. Bilang, mari tiap hari kita masuk dalam taksi-taksi. So I said to my Japanese brother, let us go every day and just go into the taxi. Kami, kami tidak tahu ke mana pergi. When we went into the taxi, we did not know where we are going. Dalam taksi Indonesia biasanya di Malaysia kurang lebih enam sampai tujuh orang. And taxi in Malaysia, and as other Asian countries are the same. At least six or seven people. Maka kalau kau masuk tujuh orang, saya suruh dia berdoa dan saya akan berkhutbah. Uh, our Japanese brother was praying and and I was sent preaching. Mengapa saya berdoa Karena saya tahu bahasa Indonesia sama dengan bahasa Malaysia? And because the Indonesian language is nearly the same like the Malay language. Maka demikian, tiap hari saya berkhutbah di Malaysia. So every day I could preach in Malaysia. Oh dan Tuhan memberkati pelayanannya. And the Lord. Help us in this ministry. Mula-mula saya tidak pikir bahwa begitu diberkati Tuhan. and uh, first days, I thought would there be come out fruit of such a foolish ministry? Tapi setelah saya kembali ke Indonesia. But when I came back to Indonesia, saya terima surat-surat dari mereka di dalam taksi-taksi. Itu. I received letters from those people, which heard the word of God in the taxis. Mereka, Kami and they said in the letters, these Muslims, we have received the Lord Jesus Christ. Send to me the Bible. So we have sent the Bibles to Malaysia. Pray for these who have received the Bible. Now let us have a word of prayer too now, here, before we go on with the Lord's word. O oh Lord, let thy Holy Spirit help us all. Kami semua dalam ruangan ini orang-orang Kristen. Maybe we all call ourselves Christians who have gathered here. Tapi seperti saya sendiri, hidup dengan madu-madu. But it may be like I myself, who came before God just bringing honey. Biarlah kami sadar pada hari ini. Lord, help us to realize that. Oh Lord, let the Holy Spirit talk to our hearts and help the people here to reject the voice of the devil so that we are really experiencing the new birth and experience the coming of Jesus Christ into our life. Oh Lord, At the cross, you have taken our sins. Then, if our sins are taken away, the joy, the deep joy comes into our life. Let us be quiet for a few moments.